0: your weekly DMO podcast my name is Jeff Gokey and I am so happy that you have tuned in today welcome to episode number five I am here on my front porch It is early in the morning. Normally, I kind of record all of these in a single day. But uh, because I told you on Monday, uh, I was up uh, this weekend up at a camp in Big Bear. Uh, I wasn't able to record all of them. So it is early morning. This is fresh. Off uh, the press, Uh, you'll get this podcast uh, right after I record it, uh, which is always kind of cool, but it is a chilly 56 degrees here in Southern California, but I'm out here on the front porch. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, So glad to be out here and recording out here. Uh, So anyway, I hope you're having a fantastic, fantastic day. Uh, I am really, really excited to jump into this passage. Um, I have this... uh, guy when i was in phoenix um uh, i had this uh, cooper had just been diagnosed and and there was this guy that somebody said you got to meet this guy he he's had cancer melanoma cancer um he's got parkinson's disease and he's just uh and he's an anglican priest and so i'm like i'm in Let, let's meet and they're like yeah but he's probably going to die soon so you know we just think if you're going to meet him you need to m- meet him sooner than later so um, I go. I call him up, or I texted him and said, "Hey, where do you want to meet?" He said, "Let's meet at Olive Garden." And I thought that was appropriate, you know. So uh, we meet at Olive Garden, and uh, his name is Channing Johnson. And that first meeting with Channing, I think was about three hours long, and we just talked and talked and talked, and he just, in all of his wisdom, just. Enjoy. I mean, I, I was just like helping him out of the car, helping him into, I mean, just a kind of a frail, um, just a frail man. Uh, but so much joy and so much strength in kind of this, these other areas of his life. But his story was, and uh, I love that his story continues to live on, his, his story was, I mean, he was like a brilliant like engineer, um, engineered some really amazing things, but was also uh, a lay Anglican priest. And his kind of calling in life was to go into dying Anglican churches and try to restore them, How how to try to help those communities be healthy again. Um, But one of the ways that he would do that was that he would engage young people again. So he would try to get old and young to work together in order to restore that Anglican community. It was such a beautiful, beautiful story of God's mercy and grace and unity for the church. But um, I remember in that first meeting when he told me that and I just blew my mind like, wow, you, you actually care? you actually do this and he's like yeah he moved to downtown phoenix um and they took over this kind of dying anglican church and he just raised up the young leaders and and he's like we're in small groups with you know 20 year olds you know 20 and 30 year olds and he goes it's the most life-giving thing uh for me and my wife and oh my gosh I mean the conversation was so so amazing but I thought I you know you, you don't get the opportunity too often at least I didn't to ask some pretty straightforward questions of him. And I just asked him a question like, you know, are you afraid of dying? You know, and, and, you know, what are your thoughts around that? I mean, just a young guy and, and you've been through so much, you know, like, um, have you ever thought about that? And he, he, I think the older people get the wiser I can see their reactions, especially people who are just rooted in the word of God. And you can tell the spirit of God lives in them. And so he kind of paused, kind of thought for a second, and then he said, I really want to do that well. I really want to end well. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm so excited to see my Heavenly Father, and I have so much hope in uh, being reunited or being united with Him. And my wife and I, we talk about it a lot, and I just wanna I wanna do that well. And then he looked at me and he goes, Thank you so much for reminding me of that. I think I need to remind myself of that every day to to die really well. Um, I wanna do that really well. And I remember getting done with that conversation and getting in the car and calling Patty, because like I said, Cooper had just started his treatment. We were just in the midst of like, what is happening? And I remember calling her and saying, I just met this guy who is on his deathbed, essentially, and he just reminded me of the hope of eternity. He reminded the hope we find in Jesus and how important uh, this life is and how important the next, like the next part of our story is. And he was just a beautiful man. He passed away a few years ago. So he lived outlived as long as outlived what all the doctors thought he would outlive. But he made a massive impact on me personally. But in particular that moment was a, a very defining moment uh, for me um, and has shaped a lot of the way I think and I think that's why this passage in first Corinthians um, kind of stood out to me and chanting just popped to my head as I was reading through it it's first Corinthians 15 19 and it's Paul saying this to the Corinthian church if in Christ we have hope in this life only we are all people most to be pitied and uh so I'll read it again. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most uh, most to be pitied. Um, Paul is trying to help them understand how important what Jesus did is. What Jesus did um, is like yes, here on earth. And yes, on earth, do we have that hope in Christ, but we also ho- have hope in eternity that our life doesn't end, that, that what Jesus did on the cross matters. Like it wasn't just some, he just came and died. So, you know, bad people could be good. He died so dead people could be alive. And so that, that aliveness isn't just an earthly reality, but that we carry on that aliveness into Eternity and, and a couple and things we've talked about this a few times on this podcast, but I think a lot of people are really terrified of death. Like really terrified of death. And and the question that has always gotten me, and I think the thing that like Channing really was teaching me is like asking getting me to ask the question, why? Why is it that, that we really struggle with the idea? Uh, of death, you know. I think for so many of us, and this is real, but we struggle with the faith to believe in what God has promised us for the next. Like, it's so interesting that we'll trust God for the right now. And I think for so many of us, we're working on that. We're trying to get better at that, but trying to trust uh, trust God to have faith in Him for the right now, for the every day, for the every breath, for the every moment, right? Like, that's a challenge. And so maybe for... For so many of us, like <clears throat> the idea of eternity for trusting him with that next step is is a struggle. I mean, uh, going into eternity, dying and going into eternity and having not just hope in today or hope in earth, but hope in what he has for us next. Like if that's difficult for, uh, for us to live out here on earth, man, how hard is it to do that in, in light of eternity to think about that? for eternity. And Paul's like, listen, if we just have hope in Christ for today, we're to be most pitied. We're to be most pitied because the thing that may is the gospel is yes, that Jesus, that God came to us, like lived and died. But the real hope of our faith is that we, we live in eternal relationship with Jesus. That's, that's what, what is so important here. That's what Paul is trying uh, to get about. You know, and I, I, I think uh, as I was meeting, um, it, when I used to run uh, Phoenix One, uh, which is uh, really a, a ministry to young adults, uh, millennials, uh, young professionals, um, many of them were single. And I would listen to them. I would just sit back and I would listen to them talk about, you know, the desire to be married but for so many of them, they, they feared about what could go wrong. They, they had, you know, but what about this? But what about this? But what about this? You know, it's like, you know, for them, it's like, people keep telling me it's awesome. Um, but we're just, we're just not sure. You know, like, I think they had this idea, like people were like, it's all gonna, people would say to them about their marriages, like, like, it's not easy, but, but, you know, you just, but it's awesome. And you gotta be patient and you gotta work through it. And for them, it's like, yeah, but we're just not sure, and so they would just remain single, as a result uh, as a result of going. I don't know if I believe in that next step of marriage. I want it, I desire it, but I'm just I'm just not sure. And I think for so many of us, maybe that's our view of eternity. It's like we're not even sure with what to do here today, um, but we're also not allowing ourselves to be released to the idea of how beautiful. Eternity is through death. Like death doesn't define us. Death doesn't, death is a reality of earth and really life in Christ is about eternity. It is an eternal thought, an eternal reality for those of us who confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. And, And what Paul is trying to help us understand, which is so amazing, is if we don't, have hope in the fact that God's promise of an eternal relationship with us is real, then we're going to be the most miserable people today. I mean, think about how transformative that thought is. Like, if that reality of being in eternity with Jesus isn't filling you with hope and joy, if it's something that we're constantly coming to and feeling Overwhelmed by or um, anxious by, he's like, you're going to be the most miserable because it's the hope in eternity, the joy in that reuniting with God the Father through his son Jesus. And the Spirit is helping us move forward in that. That should bring us an incredible amount of hope and joy and anticipation that death does not define us. I want to say that again. Death does not define us. We are the people of life and life to the full. And that's not just about here on earth. In fact, the truer thing about us is that we're eternal beings, not just earthly beings. And and so it's, I think for so many people, like we're putting all of our, our hope and desires in the things of this earth when really all of it that really matters is in eternity. And so Paul's like, listen, if you're not, if you're afraid of death, then you're missing out on the beautiful hope. You're actually to be pitied. You're to be pitied. And he's not saying that in a trite way, in a concerning fatherly way of going like, no, really that matters. And, and think through that. So, so the, the The question that we would say is uh, we are if 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 we are uh, telling people that while we suffer in this life, we will live in an eternal relationship with the Father someday and and that he will wipe away all our tears, then we need to really live in that reality like those scriptures are so important, like living in light of eternity is really for us going like we believe in a God that will wipe away every tear, right? In eternity. But we live out that reality today as people suffer, as people go through it, we give them a hope. We give them a hope in today and also a hope in tomorrow. We as believers get to bridge that gap. And and when we don't do that well, um, I think the bluntest way I can say this is it really is a mockery of the cross, it's a mockery of the sacrifice that, that that Jesus gave for us because it's what he it's the purpose he reunited us not just for an earthly relationship but for an eternal relationship bonding together all of eter- all of reality all of eternity he, he, he said, no, listen, I, I came to, to, to fix what was broken in Genesis 3, where sin enters into our world, in order to reunite us with the eternal God, the eternal loving God. And Jesus' is death and resurrection with this, was the defining moment of establishing that kingdom here on earth already but not yet into completion the not yet into completion is when Jesus returns. And so death does not define us. It does not define us. He made us right with God here on earth so that we continue that relationship into eternity. And so I think the the thing I think I'm thinking through is this is if we don't live in light of eternity now, we miss out on how uh, Jesus uh, has prayed that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's saying, listen, this relationship that you're living out with God, the father here on earth, you carry into eternity, but don't fear death. Don't, don't fear death. It, death is sad, and but death is a thing of this earth, but it's not what defines us uh, as human beings. And so he's like, listen don't just have hope in Christ here, have hope in Christ for eternity. So what is causing you to not accept the hope of eternity now? What are those fears that you need to release to the Father and say, yeah, that's a real thing for me. And what if that um, finding hope in Christ here, really finding hope here, allows us to really hope in the eternal relationship that he's calling us into. So May we live in light of the hope, Heavenly Father, you offer us in eternity, every single moment. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers.